We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hour two of the Maggie and Perloff show. So we got news from the Buffalo Bills a couple hours ago. They tweeted out, DeMar Hamlin remains in ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. Expected to remain in the intensive care as his healthcare team continues to monitor and treat him. So Maggie, this seems like things are moving, hopefully in a positive direction. We're all sitting here waiting for even more positive news. Now, I, I think it's... It's now it's a real discussion. The the Bills and Patriots are going to play on Sunday, reportedly. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals and Ravens are going to play on Sunday. So now I think a lot of people in the league are starting to move and try and figure out, okay, what are we going to do now? Because we do have a, a season to play out, and we want to be respectful and wait for as much information as we can. Uh, but you know, some of these things are like giant ships that you have to start moving in a direction to get the teams to travel. So it's very interesting what the league is going to do in the coming days. Yeah, and you know, this is a challenge on a lot of levels because if it was just about moving a football game or two, I think the league would be able to do it. It wouldn't be that yeah. impossible. There is such a huge emotional toll, though, that this is all shrouded in. You know, the idea that the Bills are in meetings today at the facility. And our game planning for the New England Patriots, I mean, that kind of feels a little surreal, right? I mean, I, I know that there's an aspect of people move on and, and getting positive news about DeMar's health certainly maybe makes that a tiny bit easier, but there still is a lot to, like, emotionally unpack, if you will. Like, it, you know, this has only happened two days ago. It hasn't been a week. We don't have all this great perspective yet. So it's... It's difficult because the league has to really draw this fine and walk this very fine line of how do they continue the season, yet also continuing to make sure that Demar Hamlin is the first thing and the main thing because that's what it that's what it is right now. Him and the Bills and the Bills players and the Bengals players too, they're the number one thing that needs to be consulted, protected. Maybe um, they have to be first and foremost. Absolutely, and I. It- the thought has keeps crossing my mind. Can the Buffalo Bills actually recover and play close to 100% later this season? I think that is a very much TBD. Obviously, yeah. I don't even think that's the number one concern in Buffalo right now. 
But at some point, they're going to say, you know, we got to go out there and play football. The other thing, too, you need to it's be me- going to hit guys different ways, too. Sorry yeah, to you, you like, need to be mentally focused to play football in a safe way, too, Maggie. You know, they can't be you can't be half out there. You have to have your no. head. You have to have your head in the game. And it's funny, too. One of the other logistical issues we talked about last hour. Look at Baltimore Ravens. John Harbaugh has to know what is happening here. Because he has to know if on Sunday when they play the Bengals, are we going to have a chance to win the division? Because right now they sit one game behind them. Or is the Bengals-Bills game going to be a forfeit, which would therefore give the Bengals one less game. And even if they tie in the win column, the Bengals will have less losses. And it would turn out that that game would be meaningless. And if you're John Harbaugh, that affects whether you're going to play Lamar Jackson at quarterback. So that's the other thing with NFL. like There are health and safety concerns with every decision you make. You're so right. The tentacles of this are just so far reaching and nothing though. I think the NFL and maybe to some degree, the COVID seasons have kind of prepped everybody to sort of like not, there might be things here that just aren't fair to everybody and aren't easy, but it's just the, the best thing to do to me. That is still just canceling the game. The idea that you would just cancel the bills, Bengals game. Don't think about it. Let the seating fall with the winning percentages. And then, Maybe an idea that if it is Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game, maybe you do play that on a neutral field just to try to make up anything on the back end for the fact that Kansas City would basically walk into the number one seed. Um, maybe you try to do that, but to be honest, I think the that aside, I just think the, the cleanest thing and what's easiest for everybody Rather than moving around, the NFC yep. plays on one wild card weekend, the AFC plays on another. I mean, maybe we just do this the the easiest way yeah, possible. I like what you're saying. Keep it simple. I don't even love the neutral field because that feels less simple to me. That feels pretty complicated. So I, I, I like I like it in principle. It does it is a compromise. But I think the simplest thing is don't count that game and let the chips fall where they may. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's go to our buddy, Big Dave. He's in Kentucky. Hey, Dave, how are you doing today? Doing good, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got Maggie, it. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. And I listen, I understand your perspective. I mean, this whole thing is, the only way it could have been more tragic would have been if he wasn't alive when they brought him off of that field. And it sounds like that at least things are moving in a positive direction, continued crash for that young man. How tragic. Yep. But let me ask you a question. You know, can you say the thing to do is cancel the game? Okay, at what point do you move forward? Are we saying, okay, what if, God forbid, that he hadn't have made it? Are we going to stop playing football? Because if, we, if, you know, if we're looking at it from this perspective, it is a violent sport. This was a complete anomaly. To my knowledge, there's only been one in the history of the league. There's only been one other player that's died on the field. I think that was like back 1970s, in the 1970s. Yeah. I certainly don't want to sound insensitive because I'm not. But there has to come a point in time. Are you saying okay that it would be too traumatic for the players to play back on that field? So are you saying they're never going to play in Cincinnati again? Or the no. never going to be able to play? play the Bengals again? I no, mean, David, I get the rabbit hole. I totally understand it. I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be present in the moment because I've never seen players react like that on Monday night. Yeah, you know, I've never seen Not- players and we've seen some horrific injuries in sports and I've never seen guys 
that visibly upset, the thousand yard stares, the, you know, they look sick. And that's what, that's where this is coming from with me. And, you know, with time, things do eventually, you know, things do, people do move on. We've barely had any time. This has been two days. So I, I would even say, oh, we can never, you know, the Bills could never play Cincinnati. You can never do this. I would just say in the moment, you'd like to have a little grace, right? Uh, I guess. I, I mean, listen, I don't want to sound like a Richard, I mean, here, but it's not that at all. But I guess I, my my deal is it's going to go on. And I understand that that ha- – I can't imagine how traumatic that was. The ones on the field, it was traumatic for us watching. I mean, everybody knew sure. that this was something so out of the ordinary. But I guess my point is, and, the, and to McLevin's point a little bit earlier, uh, you know, I, if this, and of course, I don't want to can't put words in the young man's mouth, but knowing how much time, effort, love, I mean, this, this sport, when someone gets to that level of play to make it to the NFL, so much of their life has been encompassed in, in the game. Sure. And you uh, cra- working on their craft and getting to the point to where they're at. I would just bet anything I've got, if that young man could talk right now, he would think I'll put the pads on and go out and kick their ass. But yeah. anyway, listen, thanks for the time, guys. Dave, appreciate you. Thanks, Dave. Happy New Year, bud. I think a lot of people are feeling that same kind of sentiment, right? Because no, there's no right answer. Where is the line? You know, when do you get, when do things become normal again? I think everyone's being very careful to try not to do the thing we always do, which is just move past these horrific injuries and just go on to the next play, right? Let's go to Daniel. He's in Florida. Hey, Daniel, what's going on, dude? Hey, how you doing there? Um, so, yeah, you know, I was thinking about it, uh, what's going on. Of course, you have all these these different ideas of what we should do. Should we, you know, create a week 19, so to speak, and only have the Bills and Bengals play? Should you just cancel the game outright? You know, in this situation, I think they need to look to Occam's Razor, which is the, the theory that when you have competing ideas of what, how to handle a situation, the simplest idea is usually the best idea. You know, so on, on one path, we're going to create week 19, and then only Bills and Bengals play. In the meantime, you have to disrupt the schedule of, what, 12 other teams? Because, you know, postpone the AFC and NFC, because the NFC can't start their playoffs for the AFC. We're going to disrupt that, push it back a week, now you have wild card teams that did not earn a bye week who are now getting a bye week, and you have teams that did earn a bye week now getting two weeks off. I mean, is that really is that that's a good way to kill momentum by getting two weeks off right there? And now the Bills and Bengals, well, if they won their if they won their respective conference, now they're going to have to uh, maybe only get one week off. So there's a lot of unfair, you know, things going on there. What happens if someone gets a high ankle sprain or something in the Bills Bengals game? Now that injects even more chaos. Or path B, or path, yeah, path B, you just cancel the damn game, declare yeah. a no contest. You have them both operate on a 16-week schedule. Have the NFL statisticians give them one hour to create some metrics that balances out with those who played 17 games, and you move on. Uh, to yeah. me, it's rather easy. Yep. It's rather simple. You, you, you know, the game. you know. Uh, Dave, we're, we're with you. I mean, Daniel, pardon me, Daniel. We're with you 100%. It's a great call, well thought out, and, you know, I love me a little Occam's razor. I was going know? to say I Occ- want my life to be Occam's razor. I was. I said to keep it simple earlier in the segment, I was going to say Occam's razor, I swear. 
because I love it. Well, I don't know. I feel like I sound pretentious when I say Occam's Razor. Daniel said it in such a way Daniel that he sounded, sounded cool. great. He sounded great. Wait, what, Occam's what do you razor. like better, Occam's Razor or a little Murphy's Law? No, no. <laughs> Occam's Razor is a real philosophical, very important philosophy point. Murphy's Law is like anything bad that can happen will happen. That's not a real. Yeah. That's not like a. Mur- I, have you ever taken Murphy's a, Law is how I live my life. Don't tell me that's not a philosophy. It's my religion. Occam's Razor <laughs> is like for, a, a real thing that's used in philosophy classes. Murphy's Law is not a real thing. <laughs> Murphy's Law? It's not? No. <laughs> yes, it is. Occam's Razor is much more, is actually almost a mathematical principle. To simplify an equation, do not multiply beyond what is necessary. Just basically simplify a fraction to its barest bones. Murphy's Law is a made up thing that you see, you know, you see on mugs and doormats. <laughs> <What are> you- <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, but my whole anything that can go wrong will go wrong is currently inscribed in most of my throw pillows. So that's a little bit like, I guess you're getting into chaos theory if you want to get a little more intellectual there. Murphy's yeah, Law. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I mean, if you walk into into a classroom at Dartmouth College and you say, uh, "Have we considered Murphy's Law in this situation?" I don't think that's going to go well for you. Occam's well, Razor, you fit right in. <laughs> that's not my crowd, anyway. Uh, let's go back to the phones eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to Chris, who's in Orange County, Orange County, California, has an idea on what the NFL should do with Bills Bengals. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Good. Uh, so a couple of things I'd like to touch on, Mr. Hamlin, first. Obviously, he deserves, a re- deserves the respect to be mentioned first. Uh, lots of prayers that way. Um, for the players to get back on the field, you know, I can't fathom their emotions, you know. But my thoughts are uh, that these guys, they don't, they don't just do it with their families, their livelihoods. They do it to make a difference with others in the community. And Mr. Hamlin, at you know such a young age, is a prime example of someone using their platform to make a difference. So great you know, trying to look at it a little more glass half full is tough in this situation, but that's why they go out there and do it. Um, secondly, um, why don't they just call these games that are being canceled? Why don't they just call them a tie? I think that would solve the Bengals Ravens situation and everybody would have the same games on their record at the end of the season. And then it would give Bengals Ravens, whoever wins that game would be the division champ, right? No, no, it would give the Bengals the division right automatically. If they tied. Yeah. Because they'd have one less loss than the Ravens. Okay, but I mean, still, it's the same. It's really the same as a forfeit. It doesn't make a a big difference actually functionally. Okay, you could basically get rid of the Pro Bowl week and push everything out a week, like everybody's been saying. But then just kind of not do a Pro Bowl thing. Just do like a couple of days, kind of like they're already doing. Yeah, I mean, they're they already kind of killed the Pro Bowl. I don't even think it's necessarily about the Pro Bowl. As I mean, kind of kill it and just um, you know, kind of fill in that week with the games and then push the push the Bengals. and Bills games, out so still play it. Just program. play it in the in the time frame when you would have played when it on the Pro Bowl festivities and stuff like that. So, I mean, listen, that could be on the table too. But then you do get into another part of the fairness aspect, which none of this could be fair. And I'm, you know, I don't think that's what the NFL's maybe trying for, but they might not accomplish it. But then it's like, so say the Bills or the Bengals are, you know, then they get no time off if one of them might be playing for a Super Bowl? Oh, they, they wouldn't be able to play off. for the AFC Championship. Yeah, they'd have... Uh, no, not with this. They wouldn't. Would I mean, they? they get the... They'd no, be... they wouldn't get a week off. They'd have a regular week. They'd have a regular Su- week. Sunday to Sunday. I, I think you and I disagree on this. I don't think that's that bad. I don't think the two-week thing helps teams that much. Oh, about the time off? Yeah. Yeah, you and I disagree about this. I mean, team, players are such 
creatures of habit. There's such a rhythm. There's such a rhythm to an NFL week. Uh, I understand Andy Reid in a bye, but and yes, ideally you'd like a two week, but I don't think I don't think that's a huge disadvantage. The other thing too, but by the way, you would be screwing up Kansas City. Uh, will not know their opponent until Buffalo and Cincinnati play. So you basically there's a lot that would be on hold if you have to wait an extra week for that game to play. The entire AFC is sort of up in the air. Yeah, it would be. I, I'm not even sure how logistically that might work. But yeah, I'm of the other. But Perloff thinks that weeks off are bad at this time of the year. I think in baseball, they're bad. It gets guys out of their rhythm. We've seen this before when someone sweeps through the championship series and has to wait for their opponent to play them in the World Series, and it causes chaos. I think with football, when you're getting guys healthy, those weeks are precious. It's not like Jalen Hurts wasn't played for like three weeks or Lamar Jackson wasn't played in like five, four, but if you get an extra week, you maybe you get an offensive lineman back. Maybe you uh. get someone who is coming off an ankle sprain. I mean, that... I think every team would covet a week off. I remember Peyton Manning's Colts coming off basically three bye weeks because their division was so bad and just looking like they didn't know how to play football in the first quarter of that first play. <laughs> yeah, because game. I know because Peyton Manning was probably in a dark room watching film for three no. straight weeks on multiple opponents and psyched himself out before he even got to those games. Honestly, they looked like they'd never played football before. So I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I've heard players say they do not. You know they need they need their rhythm, but Super Bowl week is so crazy anyway that it, it doesn't quite matter. Uh, okay, quickly here, let's get to our buddy Jay, who's in Alabama. Jay, what's up? Man, Arkham's Razor. I think that's the dopest call I've heard on your show thus <laughs> Daniel Razor. coming through with the Arkham's Razor. I love it. Man, the simplicity of it. But I'm not going to be an insensitive jerk and just come on your show and tell you what the league should do and this, that, and the other. I mean, football does not matter much to me to where it's going to hurt my spirit or have me on Dr. Shivago's couch if they don't play or if they do play. I mean, honestly, just go ahead and cancel the game if you want. If you must, end it in a tie. Or if you want to find a way for them to play, do it. But football does not mean that much to me in this situation that, I mean, it sounds like some of your callers are sitting in the house like, oh, they're not going to play? What a bunch of pansies. I mean, like, it, like you said, you said it earlier, Maggie, the time and place for everything this is only two days in like come on man like have some i ha- have some kind of empathy or whatever but i just want to say big up to demar get well soon you know gain your conscience so we can see you walk out on that 50 yard line with your hands up to the crowd big up to queen city for being great host big up to 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 to, to, to buffalo aka west new york aka the burnt over district uh-huh. and it's like it's good <laughs> To see fan, we've been seeing weeks and weeks of fans throwing each other down the steps or getting in each yeah. other's face. To see that togetherness and everything, and it's sad that somebody got to almost lose their life. They had make us wake up like, oh, we are being a bunch of jerks right now. Maybe we need to chill out. But that's all I got to say. But whatever they do is what they do, and it's those fellas' choice if they don't want to play. Those are some tough men, and we see how tough what they go through and the toughness that they that they that they display every week for us. Just put it this way. It could be like a mass shooting or whatever, something really bad happened in the country. And you know what gets us back to square one? A good a good musical tune and a football game. And everybody's right as rain, you know, halfway there at least. So that's what these guys provide for us. But, you know, being a jerk, talking about they go, oh, oh what are they, what is this? life goes on. Dude, life goes on for you. It might not be going on for them. So, like, you know, keep yeah. feelings in your pocket. And that's all I yeah. got to say. Love you guys. 
and Jay, enjoy appreciate the weekend. it. You know what I mean? Let's go. We'll 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 talk to you soon. Thank you for for that. And we got an Occam's razor. Jay comes on, drops a Doctor Shivago reference. <laughs> Boris Pasternak making the show today. I'm not sure by association. He- yeah, the right Dr. Zhivago <laughs> reference. But, Listen, uh, but I mean, Jay needs more than you and I combined, so we Listen, are, we'll trust him. I took Russian lit in college, and I feel like Jay's got more on Boris Pasternak uh, than I've got right you're now. You're just saying that because I said you couldn't walk into a philosophy class at Dartmouth with Murphy's <laughs> Law. Don't drop the, oh, I, I was studying Dostoevsky at George Washington. Get out of <laughs> here. I, I took it one semester. It was excellent. What you got? I, I would recommend. I mean, I probably did well. I think I, I think I mostly got B's and above in college. There you go. <laughs> a solid B student. Um, okay, coming up next, we see you guys on the phones. Keep it coming with your suggestions, your thoughts on not just, obviously, DeMar Hamlin, but, of course, what the NFL is going to do next. And because we are keeping DeMar Hamlin uh, front of mind here, we're going to talk to our buddy Ty Dunn coming up who has written the profile and wrote the profile of DeMar Hamlin, who's now basically introduced who the man is to so many of us. So we're excited to get to know DeMar more with Ty Dunn, lives in Buffalo, covers the Bills, covers the NFL. So we're going to do that in just a little bit. And, of course, more of your phone calls. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. It's been a, uh, a very tough week, a very interesting week. As we're trying to get to know more about Damar Hamlin, of course, we all Googled stories about him. And Maggie, there's been sort of one really just story that has stood above the rest. And I'm not surprised at all that it was from our friend Tyler Dunn 
uh, because nobody does better features. If if you don't follow follow Tyler Dunn and and go along td.com uh, at Ty Dunn, then you're missing out on these incredible features about players, and I love all of them. But yeah. I, uh, I think, Maggie, you and I were both particularly moved by a profile he did in 2021 of Damar Hamlin. And right now, uh, we're really pleased to have Tyler on the show. Tyler, how you doing, bud? I'm, I'm doing good. Thank, thanks so much for having me. Great, great to be back, uh, you know, even under these circumstances that I think we're all trying to figure out what to think about about this night, um, this sport. And, yeah, we, we absolutely know what to think about Damar Hamlin, though. He's one of a kind. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, sorry, step sorry, aside, ahead, were, you, were you at the game, Ty? Yeah, yeah, I actually was uh, down there at Cincinnati. I mean, long story short, it was kind of a like a three day uh, go long extravaganza. I had a had a great sit down with DJ Reader for for a story that I I guess I'll write. You know, whenever it feels normal to think about football again, and we did a live podcast at a brewery. My God, there were like two hundred Bills and Bengals fans there, and then it was the game of the year, right? Fireworks shooting out of the video board, 65,000 screaming fans. It was just a, such a freaking cool atmosphere. I mean, you're talking about two organic fan bases that are feeling Super Bowl, and it was almost like somebody snuck into a back room and just turned the power switch off. It, the energy was just sucked out of that place um, faster than I ever could have imagined. It was it was surreal, and, and for good reason. I mean, we were all witnessing something that, you know, you always expect the thumbs up, the wave, you know, something, and, and you didn't get that. You, you saw players kind of moving toward DeMar Hamlin and then moving away and in tears and inconsolable. And then with the binoculars, you saw the horrifying sight of CPR being administered. Ty, we'll get into your profile of DeMar Hamlin, which, as Perloff said, is excellent. We learned so much about what an incredible man this, this young man is uh, beyond just being a great football player. But... Have you been able to talk to any of the Bills players since then? Have they sort of closed ranks? What's like the vibe right now in Western New York? You know, not much beyond a, a quick reply. You know, a, a heart on the text, a thumbs up. It's um, that that's about it. You know, I, I think that they're still processing this themselves. Uh, this is a, as you know, Maggie. I mean, as, as a Bills fan, this team is unbelievably close. Um, I, I can't yeah. remember a group of players that have been th- this this close. And it would have been horrific on any team with any player, obviously. But I, I, I think it's just particularly special here. But you can r- really just feel the emotion and see the emotion in everybody's face. We're talking to Tyler Dunn, uh, of course, the founder of GoLongTD.com, author of Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. Okay, so take us back to the f- – uh, feature on Demar Hamlin. How did you come about deciding to write about him? Right. So he, uh, I, I believe he tweeted, you know, shortly after he was drafted. You know, what what, what are the top five wing spots in town? What, like, what what am I going to do here? And he got 194 replies. And you know, I got to give it to the locals here. They're they're smart. They're not they're not mentioned in Anchor Bar. Duff, sorry guys, your wings are, you know, obviously known on the outside as the go to spot, but. Here it's it's Barbell in East Aurora and it's Elmo's in the North Towns in Getzville. So he had been to Barbell before, and Elmo's is uh, number one on my personal power rankings. So I just reached out to Demar and was like, "Hey, you know, I think fans would would love to get to know you. Um, do I just saw the tweet about the wings? They mentioned Elmo's. Do you want to get some Elmo's? And I guess this says a lot about Demar Hamlin too. It's like he 
he didn't hesitate. It's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, it's, <laughs> he comes from a place that is not like Getzville, New York at all, or Buffalo. Um, he doesn't know who the hell I am. I'm just a <laughs> random stranger, bald, middle-aged with a beard that grew up uh, <laughs> up in the woods, not exactly McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. And it just, he's just got that, that magnetic smile, a personality, warm, welcoming, just a gentle soul. And it was, I mean, he walked through the door, and I, I remember there was like a youth team, might have been like a baseball team or something, celebrating a win on one side of the of the bar restaurant, um, hockey jerseys up on the wall, and we just got a spot in the back. Um, Adam, um, God rest his soul, the manager, an unbelievable human being himself, who tragically passed, he, he brought out four plates of wings for us. I So I'm trying to remember. I don't remember bringing a home, a home a box. I really think we pounded 40 <laughs> wings that night. <laughs> um, but he, do, he dove right into his uh, his life story, which is incredible. You know, age, age 12 in the courtroom, seeing his dad um, whisked away, you know, sentenced to 10 years for intent to sell drugs, was there for three and a half years, and has since, you know, been out, re- completely restarted his life. They're very, very close. But those were such... Um, fragile years in his own life where he's losing so many of his friends, you know, not even necessarily quote unquote part of a gang or selling drugs themselves. It's just a really rough neighborhood that he grew up in where you're just kind of around this violence. And uh, his mom just did an unbelievable job of shielding him from that. I mean, he'd work at her, her cleaning business till like midnight and just to keep the lights on and, you know, the heat, the heat would break. There were nights in the middle of the winter in Pittsburgh, it gets cold. They wouldn't have heat. There were days at school where he didn't have a lunch. Uh, he'd have to have a couple bites of his buddy's sandwich just to just to eat that day. It's meanwhile these people are dying around him. So as he kind of used football as that escape, as that sanctuary, as we see so often for these guys, he, he turned himself into the number one recruit on the defensive side of the ball in the state of Pennsylvania. Could have picked anywhere: Clemson, Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame. He chose Pitt because at that point his dad's out. He's got a young brother, and he wants to be just that, that source of inspiration for his brother and, and for everybody in McKees Rocks, and that's why he chose Pitt. It's an incredible story. The dedication to his brother is honestly what got me, Ty. I mean, his everything about his story is incredible, but he, the fact that he wanted to be the day-to-day role model, right, to be there in his little brother's life is so touching and just speaks to, I think, who he is. Just one of the things that speaks to who he is and you know do you get a sense of what you think the bills should do i I mean it's an impossible question i know they're going to get ready to pay the pay the play excuse me play the patriots that seems surreal to me what what do you think of the conversations that are going on in this building i'm with you I don't know how they're wrapping their minds around a sport right now after losing a a, a loved one in this manner. He's fighting for his life. And and, um, thank God that the news kind of trickling out has been good. I mean, we we think, right? I mean, I think we've all kind of had grandfathers, grandmothers who maybe were in this position where, you know, you're looking at oxygen levels and you're wondering, okay, like, What's going on with the other organs? Is there oxygen to the brain? Like what? What happened? I'm no doctor. I'm sure, you've had them on. Like what happened those those nine minutes when they're administering CPR? And um, I mean, I, I think there's that no news is good news, and the only news we've gotten has been you know progress is being made, so it, it seems promising. To answer your question, I feel like 
the complete mood of the Buffalo Bills is just directly tied to DeMar Hamlin's health. And if they keep getting these good updates, they'll maybe inch a little bit closer and a little bit closer to being able to think about football, let alone play it. Um, and maybe they do get to that point where they, they can play. But I, I, don't, I don't know. As we chat here on Wednesday evening, I, I guess they'll play a game. And, you know, we're talking as people who aren't professional football players. And, my God, I mean, we, we t- discussed the blood and guts and these players being modern-day gladiators. I mean, psychologically, all of these guys are just wired differently than you and I. Like, they, they know what they're getting into. They don't expect that. You know, this is the one thing. Nobody expects the sport just crossed this impossible threshold in Cincinnati, but they, to, to an extent, just just know that this is the most violent game on earth and what it entails. And that gives me the feeling that at some point they will be able to think about football and play football. But it's all with that caveat of, of Demar Hamlin just slowly and surely kind of becoming himself again. Ty, I can't tell you how much we appreciate this. If you haven't read the profile on DeMar Hamlin, all of Ty's work, really, but this one is obviously front and center, and it's excellent. Uh, thank you so much for fleshing out more of DeMar Hamlin, the man who we're keeping foremost in our thoughts, and we will check in with you again soon And what has been a really, really intense and crazy season. I, there's a lot that's ha- happened, Ty. We'll unpack this at another time because it's about DeMar now, but there have been some really, really intense moments that have happened with the Bills this season. It's just been crazy. But thank you for joining us. It's really surreal, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. shootings and snowstorms are unreal. But, uh, no, th- thank you both so much for having yeah. me, and I hope you're both doing great. Yeah, thanks, thanks Ty. Ty. Same to you. Yeah. Whew. Amazing what what – that we're getting to know this man under these horrible circumstances. But did you see Proloff also that the money being raised now for his foundation, we talked about this yesterday, his DeMar Hamlin at an annual, uh, annual toy drive, they would ask for $2,500 a year to buy toys for kids at McKee's Rock, uh, Pittsburgh. It's up to over five and a half million dollars yeah. now. Amazing. And that's from, just from donations. All yeah. This is, by the way, got so much past a sports story. Everybody I know it doesn't matter if they watch a single football game in 10 years, knows all the details about this, which just speaks to how big and special a story it is and special a guy DeMar Hamlin was. Yeah, Sorry, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have your phone calls to get to. We have thoughts on what should happen now. Well, this is not an easy one for the league to untangle. They have a lot of big questions that need to be answered, and as the news on DeMar Hamlin is moving in a positive direction, maybe some of those details can start to get ironed out. We'll get to that. We see you guys on the phones at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff. That was pretty cool, Maggie, to talk to Ty Dunn, who did a feature on DeMar Hamlin last year and how it came about. And, of course... I love that entryway into the story was wings. Of course it was wings. Of course it was. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, Damar obviously has great taste. (laughs) As we know, excellent taste, wanted to get the best wings in Buffalo, and that's how he and Ty ended up meeting. And then Ty told, you know, partially told his story, which is incredible story of his life. And so we all get introduced to, you know, listen, let's be honest, unless you're a diehard uh, fan of your own team, you might not know a lot about a sixth-round second-year player, even though Hamlin had had to step in when Micah Hyde got hurt. So you've seen him play a lot. Bills play a lot of primetime games. But you don't often know a lot about the six-rounders, right? No, it's not, not at all. It's not the first-rounders where we get to hear from the high school coaches yep. and all that stuff. So the his story, though, is, is worth telling because it is so remarkable what an incredible person he is. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, his career... This year, you can explain, Maggie, he was a big part of what the Bills were doing this year. Oh, definitely. I yeah. mean, Hyde and Poyer together are the huge part of the Bills' defense. Yeah. And when Hyde went down, it it's a massive shoes to fill. I mean, huge. And he's he's done a great job. So uh, he's getting, you know, he, he did work his way into, obviously, into the starting lineup. And, you know, now, obviously, we're just hoping that he makes a full recovery. Wow. And, and, you know, I, when I think of the Bills defense right now, I think of the Poyer injury coming on and off and a Tredavious White coming on and off. It feel like I, I was kind of hoping for you as a Bills fan that every everybody would get healthy towards the end of the year. And now there's just so much else on their plate, too. It's, it's going to be a really interesting run for, I would argue, you know, they've been the Super Bowl favorite all year long, Maggie, until very re- now the Chiefs just jumped up significantly. But Yeah, that- the Josh Allen elbow injury kind of started the... Yeah, but they've uh, they've hung around. they uh, they they kept on jumping past the Eagles. They were number one about two weeks ago. I, That's because their schedule is significantly harder than the Eagles' pearl off. <laughs> well, I know, but it, when you're looking at the Super Bowl odds, I'm saying the the who is the number one. Yeah. It was it, for a while. Then Kansas City got back in the picture, but Buffalo has been like the Brooklyn Nets this year. They've stayed no matter what's happening with them. They have stayed <laughs> at number one in the Super Bowl odds. So yeah. and I, I think because they beat Kansas City earlier in the year, we forget about that, Maggie. But they're they're a very good team, obviously. Excellent, yeah, they're an excellent team. And now, you know, the question is, what happens now? As we're getting good news, better news for sure on Demar Hamlin. As the Bills tweeted out earlier, that you know there have been significant improvements. He's still in the ICU, but if you're looking for glimmers of hope, I mean, we got one today. You know, you got a you got a big one where even his friends and family are saying things are progressing in a positive way. So now. Can you allow your brain just a bit to think about what the football aspect of this is? Let's go to the phones at 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We've told you what we think. Perloff, I'm not going to speak for you, but I I think we both believe just canceling the game, the Bills-Bengals game, is the easiest course of action, and then figure out the rest of the playoffs from there. Uh, Let's go to Mike. He's in California. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. How are you guys today? Doing well today. What's in your mind? So I called in. I'm the one that called in yesterday and talked about, you know, my hopes that the league and these teams were doing something for the players who are on the field. Um, And I've listened to some of the calls that have come in today. And I think as far as what should happen, I think it should be left up to the players of both teams. They should get to have a say if they feel like they can go out there and play the game. But for everybody who's questioning, I think that we've all lost people. We've all gone through loss, both expected and unexpected of loved ones and friends and family members. And we have to grieve and we have to go through it and life goes on. But that's not what happened here. I think people need to more, put it more in perspective of being with that loved one or that friend and being in a horrific car accident and having that person feet away from you and watching them die, watching them fight to come back to life, 
watching them be treated through CPR and through all the the means that were necessary to bring that violent violent acts to bring that person back to life, all happening feet away from you, and you're completely and totally helpless to do anything. And when you are an alpha male like these guys are that are on these football teams where everything's about controlling what happens on the field and controlling what's happening in your life and being helpless to do anything for a good friend or for a a brother in arms, for lack of a better way to put it, I don't think you can compare that just to the loss of a family member or a loved one. I think it goes much deeper to what goes on within their psyche and within their minds, not just the emotional part of grief. I think the people that are making these criticisms of these guys fighting through that and struggling through that, unless you've experienced the other side of it, I don't think you're in a position to judge how they're handling it or how they're coping with it. Yeah. Uh, Mike, it's a great call. And I I think it's a great point. It's a great call. It's great perspective. And that's why we're talking about how surreal it kind of feels like that the bills are prepping to play the Pats. You know, it's not, it's not listening really to what the players I feel like are trying to tell us right now which is, we're human beings, please treat us this way. Please have a little bit of compassion, which is, yes, I know the NFL has a job to do in terms of getting the league going, but continue to listen to the players. Like, if the Bills say they don't want to play against the Patriots, they shouldn't have to play against the Patriots. It might be a forfeit. There could be consequences for it, but if they don't want to play, they shouldn't have to, Pearl. Wait, so, but have you heard they don't want to play? I have not heard that, but there is, like, this, you can tell this sort of refrain that I see a lot, especially from athletes on social media over the last two days, like, please remember that we're people. Oh, I totally understand. I yeah. I don't know, honestly, if I'm a player, if I want to play or not. Maybe they want to get back to the routine. It's possible. It's up to every individual. And then how would you do that? I guess you just take a vote or the team captains would come together and decide. Yeah, I think you can reach a consensus. I mean, hey, maybe there's a chance they'll change their mind. But How about... Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think... I think it'll happen organically, uh, but I think players kind of do want to, maybe they want to get back to normal, Maggie. Who knows? As, or, as normal as you can. Of course. Josh is in Eugene, Oregon. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Hey, y'all. How, thanks for taking my call. You got it. Paint me a skeptic, but, you know, the NFL never has had a his, strong history of, of putting the needs of the players in the, uh, ahead of the, the almighty dollar. And no, so they haven't. I can't help but think that, that they came off saving face because this happened in week 17. Because I, you know, I'm such so skeptical about it that if this happened in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, I'm convinced they would have made those players continue to play. Even after watching a teammate and a fellow player die on the field and have to get brought back to life, they would have made them play because of the money aspect. And I, I was wondering what you guys thought about that. You know, I, I think, Josh, I think your skepticism is well or the, the NFL, they've earned this skepticism. They've earned it. You know, I don't know what they would do in the moment if, God forbid, something like that happened, but they don't get the benefit of the doubt because we've seen horrific things happen and we've seen the show go on. So I completely understand why you'd be skeptical. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but listen, we're football fans, we're in the sports media. It's not like our hands are clean of that either, Maggie. I mean, let's be we honest. Reckon with the, we reconcile with that all the time. Yeah. With we, with head injuries. and The show goes the, on and we cover it every day. So We're, we're complicit in it. Yeah. Uh, I, could, I totally understand it. And I, I think that that's why you're seeing also the conversation, I think, go to what are we doing and what's the NFL doing to take care of these players after the fact? 
you know, we already know what happened with concussions and with CTE and just how dreadful the NFL was during all of that. The settlements, the uh, how tough it is to get these claims paid out, insurance stuff. I mean, they make it so tough at every turn for these guys. So is there maybe some compassion that happens on the back end, right? Like where maybe someone like, if you know, you don't need to play four years in the NFL to get health benefits, you know, for you to vest and get health benefits. Maybe there is a way to ha- that this leads to a little bit more compassion where the NFL can actually put their money where their mouth is and say, here, we'll show you that we're not just, you know, money hungry robots, that we're actually going to make some changes. The thought. Yeah. Let's go to, well, we're going to be up against the top of the hour here. We see you guys still on the phones. We're going to get to you. We promise. It's a tough topic, Perloff, you know. It's not easy. There's not an easy answer here at all. The most important thing is DeMar Hamlin is trending in the right direction. That's it. Yeah, it, definitely. Um, and I'm really curious, too. We'll find out more from Buffalo. I think as the days come on, we'll hear the players talk and get more and more about where they stand about, you know, I know they're scheduled to play now. Will they actually play and are they going to be ready? Maggie and Perloff, don't move. More show coming up on the other side on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 